episode 101, Pilot. Real Nurses, Where You At Podcast. This is where we will talk about what it's really like to be a registered nurse in America and create a culture of sharing information, networking, and promoting health and wellness. Also, please remember to be kind to everyone you meet because that stuff is contagious. Please believe. I'm your host with the most, the beautiful and intelligent, Peaches, a.k.a. Money Earning. I'm here today with episode 101 Pilot Show. This episode is brought to you by whatever sponsor wants to cash in. (laughs) If you are listening and are subscribing to my podcast every week until I can no longer afford to do it, I will be giving away free pens and personal items that nurses use on the regular such as bandage scissors, pen lights. If you think of any other giveaway items, please hit me up. You can email me at rnwhereyouat at gmail.com. That's r-n-w-h-e-r-e-y-o-u-a-t at gmail.com. Send me your mailing address with your name and my subscribers will be entered in a free drawing. Please allow three to five business days for your item to arrive. So, because this is my first episode, I'm just going to improv here. Wait, can I use that term with podcasting? I'm not sure, but let me know. Anyway, I feel like the state of our healthcare is just falling apart before our eyes. Nurses are overworked, underpaid, and are stretched to the limit. When I first came to Georgia, my goal was to find a home for me and my family. The first two real estate agents who showed us homes were, or used to be, RNs. So naturally, that broke the ice, and these women actually were nurses for decades. So you know me, I asked them why change from nursing to real estate. You know, curious minds want to know. I was told several reasons. One being the most stated reason was that money was better. Better flexibility with schedules, especially if you have children. Nursing was becoming more of a burden for them. Wow. (laughs) I mean, come on, get out of my head here. The truth of the matter is, yes, at times I have felt similar, but really this is all I know. I mean, I can't cook. I'm not that talented anymore, and this is all I've known for 20 plus years. So the thought of me doing something different outside of nursing or even outside of healthcare was really not in my vocabulary. Yes, I'm tired. I'm frustrated at times with the ever-changing policies, continuing education requirements, the complexity of our patients' needs. It was overwhelming and exhausting. At the same time, I felt nothing made me feel better than to comfort a family member that just lost a parent. To calm a crying toddler because they were too afraid to get a shot. To educate a newly diagnosed diabetic and teach them how to self-inject insulin. To reassure a new mom whose labor pains that have started that she and her baby will be just fine. I love, 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 love the fact that as nurses, we have so many diverse areas of healthcare we can work in. We are really truly have our own niche. Also, 
the fact that I can wake up one day and say, you know, I want to work in a clinic. I want to be a school nurse. I want to return back to the bedside. I want to be a charge nurse. I want to explore health care, home health care. I'm exhausted. <laughs> this list is too much to list right now. But you get where I'm coming from. So I guess it just matters where you're at as it relates to your needs and professional growth. So let's talk about what nurses want. I think nurses just want the ones that I know, they want to be seen. We want to feel appreciated and we want to be respected. That's my short list. Email me and let me know what it is that you would like from the general public that you serve as working as a nurse. I like to give advice to the new nurses who just are getting their feet wet. Take it nice and slow, steady as you go. That's old school right there. But seriously, another thing I've noticed is that new nurses nowadays may only spend maybe one year at the bedside and then they want to become a manager or supervisor. So my issue is that with being a novice nurse, why? You know how to be a nurse, but being in charge takes time and patience. If you're working, let's say, on med surge and you're working at night, because guess what? Everything happens at night and on the weekends, and you have your first patient fall. A family member complains. Nurses are calling out for the morning. A PCT, a patient care tech, goes home early because they were sick throwing up in the bathroom since they arrived at work. Ugh, please just stay home if you're sick, by the way. Your 80-something-year-old confused patient is now having sundowners and is very impulsive climbing out of bed. Oh, and by the way, she's finger-painted to the side rails and has no clothes on. Plus, you're receiving back-to-back -back calls from bed assignments because the emergency department is super busy. This new charge nurse thinks to herself, hey, I'm busy too. I need help. How do I manage all of this? So, the scene I described was very real for me, both as a charge nurse myself many years ago and also as a house supervisor. The difference is, is that the house supervisor, I was actually to blame for all of this. Little old me, really. I'm the reason the emergency department is flooding with patients. I'm the reason your patient wanted to experiment and draw a canvas of Starry Night. By the way, that was a joke. I really had no idea all of this was going on. I will say that nurses do need to communicate. <laughs> Why can't we just communicate better? We can't really get upset with the MDs for them doing the same thing. I tell you, new nurses and new charge nurses and experienced nurses, it's time that we bridge the gap and we school each other and the newer nurses and the older nurses on how to even start to manage a situation like that. That situation sounds like pure evil, by the way. It's time for new nurses to accept help from others and try to delegate for them to let us know that, hey, would you mind? Listen, I may be over 40, but hey, I used to have eight patients years ago. So the fact that you're giving me a fifth patient right now is totally okay. And would you like me to call the hospitalist for you to get an order for Giandon for our little artist we have tonight? At night, one thing I will agree, we all need one another. We have less staff, less resources, and the bond we develop is super amazing. And we just get to work and do what we have to do until the sun comes up. Then you are met with comments like, aw, 
Did you sleep most of the night? Did you have a good card game last night? (laughs) Are you kidding me? Ladies and gentlemen, they have no clue. I worked nights for years and trust and believe many nights are just like what I describe as the above scenario. So anyway, what would be a good time, uh, time frame for a new nurse to take charge of a unit? Should it be one year, two years, etc.? Or if they just happen to be that official, should they take that position? If you would have asked me years ago, I would have said seven years. That's exactly how long I was at the bedside before ever taking charge. As I have gotten older, I've noticed that sometimes the more experienced nurses just sometimes don't even want to be bothered with the daunting task. So yeah, if a novice nurse wants to be in charge and he or she is capable and competent, let me say that again, capable and competent, then why not? Let them take a swing at it. Nursing is changing so much and ideas and norms that existed in the 90s and the early 2000s just may not be around much longer. So I'm looking for an infection control nurses to interview. We have flu season knocking on our windows. So I would like to talk about hand hygiene and cold viruses and what we can do to combat the flu this year. I heard through the grapevine that the flu vaccine was only 29% effective last year. Is this true? I need to call Dr. G. Oh, me and him go way back, honey. And he answers some of my toughest medical questions. Yes, Dr. Google is my go-to if I don't have time to research evidence-based situations. But that's a quick reference for you. And if a patient asks you, what's that little blue pill in my cup and what is that used for? I usually tell my patients, well, let's look it up together. That way, it shows them, hey, I'm your nurse, but I am also learning every day too. Plus, I don't want them to think I made it up. Most EMRs now, such as Epic, have a link where you can look up medications and even print it out for the patients if need be. You know what? It was great having you all listen to me for my first podcast. Yay! Email me and let me know what you think. I'm Peaches, a.k.a. Money Earning, and can't wait to talk to you all again next week. You can email me at rnwhereyouat at gmail.com. That's r-n-w-h-e-r-e-y-o-u-a-t at gmail.com. Peace.